Peak Wealth Management proudly presents the Trust the Plan podcast with Nick Hopwood and Jim Pilot, where we believe by providing education and guidance, we can help you retire with peak confidence. Now, here are your certified financial planners, Nick and Jim. Welcome. Welcome, everyone, to the Trust the Plan podcast. We have a special guest today. It's Ben Knapp from, is it Power? Wait, make sure I pronounce the name of the gym properly. Is it Power Performance or Power? Dude, that was like three names ago. Three names ago. Okay. Yeah, that's one thing we do often is we, we constantly change, All right, shape so, shift our name. So where are you from? Uh, personally, I'm from, well, uh, well, I'm from, you know, Great Lakes. Omnivo is what I was going for. Omnivo. Okay. Omnivo Wellness Academy. Wellness Academy. Yep. And so the reason why we wanted to have Ben in today, in fact, Ben was in episode two. This is like episode 200 and something. So he's been around for a while. So welcome back. Thank you. Thanks. I think last time we did it, we were huddled around my my screen, my my computer screen. Yeah, this right? is mildly intimidating, right? This looks like a production, so. Yeah, this is this is the new studio, actually. Okay. This is That's called, nice. we have a name for the studio, Peak Global HQ Studio. It, it ro- rolls, rolls right off the tongue. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right off the tongue, yeah. All right, so I have no idea what we talked about last time you were on the podcast, but we also did a second edition where we did a live event at your gym. We called it Health Yields Wealth. We had uh, Dr. Stacy and mm-hmm. Coach Callie and you and myself, and uh, that was an earlier episode as well. It was a longer one, but I thought it was, I think awesome. it's still yeah. relevant, right? Yeah. But today, we wanted to bring you in. It's still early in the year. We're talking about body composition and goals for the new year, mm. right? Yeah. So what's going on in the gym, and you know, what's this new nutritional element? Uh, I guess what's going on in the gym is like, we can pretty much compartmentalize it, you know, after you, after you get, you know, early on, you're trying to just, um, you focus on so many different things, like in business, whether it's um, the entertainment factor, right, the, uh, the legacy factor, um, but body comp as like, a, is an example of really how we're trying to like hone in on not just the mindset that we are, are helping our, our clients uh, create, but how it simplifies like the metrics for the things that we're measuring, right? The gym has a tendency to be a place where we're going to measure very specific outcomes. How I look, how I feel, how things fit, right? And so as much as I want people to just move well because it's good for them and to be active because when you have the capacity to do so, I just believe that you should honor that and, and be as active as you can be. But when we also have to show or prove certain levels of progress, right, body composition is, it seems like a very low-hanging fruit, right? Like how the body is shaped, how the body, you know, sits on top of itself, and then how that body, in fact, um, moves. And so, yeah, it seems like the first of the year people want to talk about it more than at other times. I'm indifferent. You know, I just think whenever that conversation needs to happen, like, let's have it, and I just keep some tools in my back pocket for, you know, whenever it's relevant. It seems like what you guys offer at the gym is like an evolution of services, right? And this is the latest evolution, doing a lot of research with nutrition and also how that works with, you know, your workouts. And I want to I gotta go back to COVID times because the gym was shut down for a few months, right? Mm-hmm. So then I remember coming in, you know, I don't know what it was, maybe July or something, walking into the gym, and you were <laughs> – it wasn't like you were – shaming me or anything but like you're like dude body composition yeah what happened yeah like what happened because i i walked in with a dad bod yeah 
Well, you, well, you and I, like I said, yeah, you, you get your feels for the different type of people. You and I, yeah, we've got a history, exactly. so I can, yeah, I yeah. can bust your chops a little bit. Yeah, and I don't take offense to it, but, but like, body composition—that was probably the first time I ever heard anyone say that. Like, well, okay, I think I know what you mean, <laughs> right? But what does that mean to you today when you're talking to people? Well, ultimately, it seems like we always go into these again, like these short. We use time as like a as like a cofactor for when we're gonna do a thing. Like I'm gonna eat really clean for the next thirty days, or I'm gonna abstain from this type of food for the next thirty days. And and I I'm trying to really like not be so um, like so finite with with the with these applications of of like new behavior, you know. So but so where you have like fat loss is going to be a little bit different than body comp where fat loss, it just has this very extreme um, um, connection with like eat as little as possible and be as active as possible. But just like when you give somebody like a 30 day term, like I want to lose this much in 30 days, you just really have to ask yourself, did anything get learned in that short amount of time that I can really bring with me to say the next month? Right. So body comp is something that I use to kind of soften the edges of being so extreme and feeling like we need to have so much accomplished in such a short amount of time. I don't think time's the best measure of of a new behavior, um, but I think you can use certain behaviors measured in a certain amount of time to just see if you're on the right track. So body comp is is more creating more awareness like not eating less but eating right you know not training more but training like more efficiently for you so um, we want to basically hang on to whatever good we've got like lean you know some muscle right think of muscle when you have like a major caloric deficit as an example you can lose scale pounds but like how are you measuring what was lost how do you know it was just fat or or was some of that weight loss actually from lean tissue? Okay, so I have to stop you there because it's an awesome hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It fits perfect. It's custom. The, this is the rollout of the ten-year anniversary hat to match the logo here. Looking yeah. good, thank you. Yeah. So what you just said, right? Like losing, maybe lo losing muscle, right? Mm -hmm. And optimizing and being efficient. So last year, at this time, and pretty much the last ten years, to start the year, I would get super strict I would step on the scale after after New Year's and just be super angry right and then I'd say okay now I'm gonna do my month of hardcore change right and so you eat like a bird like eating tons of vegetables you know some lean meats but probably not enough protein working out every day sometimes two a days mm -hmm. right and I and I lose the weight right let's say I lose my 15 pounds and I check the box and then I move on to February where I'm like going back to my mm -hmm. old habits, right? right? Because the month was too strict. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not it's not sustainable long-term. And so what you've said is let's put together a long-term sustainable plan where you're not just eating like a bird, you're able to actually eat a lot, but eat the right foods. And that means, guess what? You can go out to eat and you can, you know, even have some pasta mm -hmm. and you can have some alcohol and mm -hmm. you can live that way forever and still be healthy. Yeah, it's the long game, right? Yeah. It's the long game. And so that's where, again, even like when you're looking at sustaining growth in a small business, that's the hardest thing to do. So for me, I've been trying to be very honest, right? Being very transparent, right? And so not only is it good for me as a business owner to keep clients for long 
like long periods of time for me to keep them long periods of time there has to be a truth component right and so you're looking to again you're looking to develop a behavior that's sustainable you're it's almost like i don't like to use it but think of like maybe like an 80 20 rule like if you always lived by that where you always had an element of like again like nutritional awareness like movement awareness like having good sleep hygiene you know things like that that's what's going to keep us like healthy for like the long game for longer periods of time and then we have people actually kind of like looking forward to this process and enjoying like one pound at a time or uh, like just feeling a little bit more toned so okay so you said pounds so here's what I wanted to share and we just talked about this the other day I weighed myself you know when we started and I recently weighed myself again and I didn't actually lose weight in the first month of this new mindset and you know usually that's the measurement mm -hmm. so you're like feeling kind of sad like I'm not making progress however I do also measure my belly like with one of those like flimsies you know yeah, like the tape soft measures tape, yeah yeah the soft tape and I lost an inch and a half and I was like okay well that's good yeah I feel a little trimmer and then we did the body fat measurements mm -hmm. so we did those measurements day one and then like day 31 and every area belly leg arms chin cheek uh back like every area the the body fat percentage was a lot less particularly in the belly mm -hmm. which is like the one problem area for everyone right yeah well and, and not for you uh well it'll be a, a little slight today i'm slight but slight. it'll 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 come in time when i get a little <laughs> older more your age so what do you think about I, and by the way, I was actually eating way more mm -hmm. in January versus last January. So yeah. eating way more, including protein, exercising a lot, weighing the same, but losing But fat. the composition yeah, changed. The body yeah. composition. Yeah. Well, the different areas of the body, when we do those um, body fat measurements, it's not just, you know, we can call it a belly for the sake of, uh, you know, like a podcast. Um, but why, you know, how a, bo how a body... This is not just a podcast. It's more than that. And yeah. I've already forgotten the very long uh, term for the, the name of this. What is it again? Peak Global HQ Peak. Studio. I like all that. I think that's good. <laughs> so it's the idea of, um, so how you store body fat on your body actually has a, a slightly different hormonal relationship. So why a stomach grows is going to be a little bit different than why we put on fat, say, on a love handle, or why we might store a little bit more weight in our face. And so... We use the metrics, again, when you have somebody eating a certain way, when you have somebody moving a certain way or training a certain way, have somebody, again, a certain lifestyle that can be measured, it can now be measured for how is the body receiving this information and is it more is it becoming more beneficial or less beneficial? So it takes emotions out of it, right? So if you are starting to sleep a little bit better and you are starting to eat a little bit better and maybe eat less processed food, your stomach is also going to be like a stress site. It's going to be a site that where the body shows like internal stress. So even if you're eating really, really clean, but that site were to grow, then we can ask questions beyond the nutrition. Like, well, tell me about your sleep. Tell me about your, your like, how much are you working? Maybe people are working like long or maybe like swing shifts, something like that. So then we're just using the data as a, as a way of creating like a language so we can work on that thing. Right, so it, it's, it's just getting bigger than just scale weight. If it was yeah. just scale weight, I just don't know if we would have as much longevity. You know? Yeah, so, so one way to measure is the scale, the, the measuring tape, then there's uh, the body fat percentage, and then there's blood work. So last week I just had the blood work drawn, 
So I don't have the results yet, but I'm optimistic that we're going to see some good markers. Yeah. And then again, now you can go on vacations and and not run off the rails, right? Because that's you, usually the problem, though. Yeah, <laughs> that's when well, I, but you also know that's when you're, I fall you're off. But you're building in you, because you know you're going to build in that that hardcore next thirty, right? You yeah. know that in January you're going to try to be a, a model of wellness, and so I just think there's too much extremes. And yeah. at our age, you don't recover as well. You don't build muscle as easily. So losing it is is not great, and. There's a lot of changes now, like even with blood work on the relationships that we have with like strength ratios on how that's correlating to certain counts of like certain types of blood work. So um, you can use strength as also like a metric for measuring, right? And you want people to be happy. So maybe it's the scale today, maybe it's body comp tomorrow, and maybe it's strength ratios another another day or another time of measure um, that we're showing progress in different ways. Well, Ben, uh, I, I'm glad that I am, have been a client for nine years. Me I feel too. strong. Yeah, I feel healthy. And, uh, you know, I think that you guys are the premium service in the industry, you Thank know, you. as far as, as far as everything goes. And it's not just when you're the time in the gym, but it's time out, out of the gym as well. Like that's the way I think about it. So, you know, how can, like who, who can benefit from your services? How can they find you? You know, give I yourself guess, a plug. Uh, uh, you know, I, um, Google, right? Google. So, uh, you know, Omnivo Academy in Livonia. And I think... Um, Omnivo. Vo, O-M-N-E-V-O, which is omni, like omnipotent, and then evo, evolution. So like total evolution, right? I hope we grow into that name. I don't know that we're there or not, right? So, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's easy to get a hold of me when, when somebody's ready for a teacher, one will appear. So um, we'll be happy to uh, have you when you have that epiphany. Great. Well, thanks for joining us today. Thanks a lot. Peak Wealth Management thanks you for watching and listening to the Trust the Plan podcast featuring certified financial planners Nick Hopwood and Jim Pilot. If you enjoyed our program, please subscribe and share. If you'd like to learn more about our services, please visit peakwm.com, peakwm.com today. See you next week.